Are you tired of feeling awkward or unsure around attractive women? The Joseph W. South Show, Volumes 1 and 2, now available on Kindle, paperback, and hardcover. Get your copies today. Link in the show notes for this episode. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. So you can go and brush your shoulder off. Yes, good evening and welcome to another edition of the Joseph South Show. I am your host, Joseph South. Glad to be back with you here for episode number seven. Sorry, let me correct that. It's episode number eight, in fact. And what that means is that the first episode, which was called Feminine Maternal versus Sexual Energy, is now going to be put in the archive. It's no longer going to be available for free. Within the next hour or so, if you're listening to that right now, check it out. Download it quickly because it's going to be put in the archive. And from now on, any episode that is more than seven episodes old, you're going to have to pay $2 to get it. All right? So if you're interested in hearing it and you haven't heard it yet, you can go ahead and shoot me $2 uh, through PayPal at joseph.went.south at gmail.com. And uh, within a few weeks, I'm going to have a proper shopping cart set up at josephsouth.com. We're going to move the podcast over there, and that's going to be a newly designed website, much more easier to navigate. Um, in the meantime, you can still get the podcast through iTunes or through Libsyn or whatever other podcatcher service that you may use. Now, uh, it should be noted, too, that there are over 21 different countries where we have listeners to the Joseph South Show. And uh, I want to give a big shout out to everyone around the world listening to this show. And please tell your friends about it and give me feedback as well. You can go to my MySpace page, myspace.com slash Joseph underscore South. Now, this information that I'm giving you guys is really revolutionary. You're not going to find information like this in too many other places. And these are things that uh, on the surface may seem a little bit academic, but they are uh, theories that are proven and tested through many, many years of experience in dealing with people and dealing with women and a collaboration of efforts between myself and other experienced people including psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, people who study the social sciences, people who have a knowledge of history. This is a collective of information, but it's still very unique. A lot of people in the world have a paradigm about relationships and about male-female interactions that is really outdated. And if you don't believe me, you can look at divorce statistics, child custody disputes, the billions and billions of dollars that are collected by lawyers getting in the middle of divorces and child custody disputes in North America alone shows that uh, there's something fundamentally wrong with our relationships in North America. So what we're doing here is giving you advice to get what you want out of relationships, whether that is... Having the girl of your dreams and be married to her and have kids or sleep with lots and lots of women or something in between. We're giving you options here and that's what we're all about. That's what I'm talking about. 
Now, before we uh, carry on with this show, I just want to remind you again, go to myspace.com slash Joseph underscore South. Get yourself signed up there. Over 160 people have done so thus far, and we've got over 1,500 hits to that page in a little over a week. So things are rolling along quite nicely. Today, we're going to be talking about neediness management, and we know that neediness or clinginess is a very unattractive thing, especially when a man is being needy or clingy with women. And I would say that this is uh, an unfortunate epidemic in our society today. I've talked in previous episodes about how the man is expected to be an ass kisser, to be supplicating to the woman. And in reality, this is extremely unattractive to women. Now, the interesting thing about neediness, you may not realize, is that any psychologically healthy person has a degree of neediness in them. It's part of our survival mechanism, and I'm going to explain why. The problem with neediness in our world is that people take it to an extreme. People go way overboard, and they... They act as if they can't live without a person, no matter how badly that person is treating them. And the direct consequence of that is the sexual attraction in the opposite person is going to plummet. I find this is the case with most things in life. Um, Society tends to take things to one extreme or the other, right? Um, Is a guy supposed to be a jerk and an asshole or a nice guy? And the answer is really something in between. It's neither. Okay, the right answer is neither. And when it comes to neediness, um, some people feel like when you're in a relationship with a woman, you should act like you don't need anything at all. That um, you're completely needless. And other people think that if I just let her know how much I need her, then she's going to love me. And both are completely wrong. The answer lies somewhere in between on the two extremes. Now, only a psychopathic person has no neediness or no apparent neediness. We all have needs. Now, the material for the information I'm going to share with you today was authored by a guy named Franco. His website is at franco-seduction.com. He wrote an essay about a year ago called Neediness Management, and there's so much good material in this, it's probably going to take us two or three shows to cover it all. So I'm going to read to you what he wrote and elaborate on it, paraphrase it, and elaborate myself, and I definitely invite your feedback on it. So to begin with, here's what Franco says. He says that neediness management is essential to being a successful player or a pickup artist. The distinction between biological and psychological, body and mind, does not exist in reality. All of these happen together as a whole. Now, most students and most um, professors, people who study the brain, realize that the distinction between mind and body, there really isn't one. We know that um, depressed people are more prone to illness, and we also know that healthy people are more prone to happiness. So there's like a, a relationship between your health and your mindset. Your psychological health is very similar. And this applies to neediness as well. For example, if you try to understand neediness by considering it only a psychological issue, 
You will never understand it fully, and you will never be able to manage it. Neediness is, first of all, a biological, physical phenomenon, and not only an abstract psychological phenomenon. And I'm going to explain why that is. The brain has a biological rewarding and punishing system, which by means of hormones and neurotransmitters like endorphins, dopamine, and serotonin, reward us by giving us pleasure anytime we do something which is essential for the survival of us as individuals, as well as for the human species as a whole. Now let me give you some examples. We get exercise, we learn how to move around and run, things like that. We get good at it. Uh, we feel good when we get exercise. Now why does our body reward us in this way with good feelings when we get exercise? Well, in history, uh, learning how to move around and run well were essential for hunting, for fighting, and for escaping. So it makes sense that our brain is going to reward us with good feelings when we get exercise. Having sex is one of the greatest feelings known to man. Now, why is it essential that our brains reward us with good feelings when we have sex? Well, it's obvious it's for the survival of the species. That's how we make children, right? Um, eating sugar feels good. As uh, we all know, some people eat too much sugar. But why is that? Well, it's essential for the functioning of the brain. Sugar is. Now, this same system will punish us with pain if we do things that are potentially not useful for us as individuals or for the survival of the species. So when we think of neediness, this exists for a positive evolutionary purpose, and the brain maintains this function. Without neediness, no children would be born. We would be merciless and rational 100% alpha creatures, and we would end up killing each other until we were left with the survival of only one person. Empathy, the quality of empathy, is one of the features of neediness. For example, I know how you feel versus I get what I want. Now, everybody knows that babies are needy by definition, and this neediness in children continues for many years after birth, all right? And it's the natural parental empathy with children that ensures their survival, okay? So neediness is actually part of who we are as human beings. Interesting, huh? So managing neediness is the smart thing to do. Denying neediness and trying to fight against it is foolish. You cannot fight a biological feature of the brain which I've already demonstrated that's what it is. You have to manage it. So neediness management, therefore, are skills that a player or a pickup artist uses to be non-needy and to manage his neediness so that it serves what he wants. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Learn about all the dangers of dating sexually attractive but mentally unstable people. Joseph W. South has stories that will curl your frickin' hair back. Now available on Kindle, paperback, and hardcover. Check the link in the podcast description to get your copies of The Joseph W. South Show, Volumes 1 and 2, today. Instead of your neediness controlling you, all right. 
think of it this way. It's the difference between properly riding a horse or having a wild horse that is completely out of the control of the rider. Okay? Both animals are a horse. Both have their function, but one of them is going to be under the control of the rider. And the other one is going to be completely out of the control of the rider. That's the way we need to look at our brain and the way it operates. Okay? So if you start to get into the negative mindset of, I must get rid of this neediness, basically you're going to be banging your head against the wall of your bachelor pad. Okay? And what results in uh, this mindset that you need to get rid of your neediness causes people to do stupid things like take drugs, drink alcohol or too much alcohol, uh, gamble, overeat, get attached to the uh, ass or the tits of some chick that is no good for you. And at the end of the day, you get beta-ized. Now, this term beta-ized, what it means is you have the alpha male, right? The alpha male is the leader of the pack, okay? And my philosophy is that the man is the natural leader of a relationship. You can't have two leaders in any partnership or in any team. You need to have one leader. Even in groups where they say we're going to have no leader, the group automatically ends up defaulting to choosing someone as the leader. You ever see the movie The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? And that's what happened. They tried to create a utopia with no leaders and everybody was equal, but uh, eventually power struggles came about and certain people naturally became the leaders. That's what happens. Okay? So when a man becomes betaized, that means that he is now put in the subservient or secondary position to the woman. In other words, she owns your ass, or in other words, she's carrying your balls around in her purse. Okay? That's what happens when you do not manage your neediness, when you start to do stupid things like take drugs, drink too much, or you get overly attached to the tits and ass of a woman. Okay? You cannot fight against your brain, but the good news is that you can successfully manage your brain. Neediness management means awareness of your needs so that you can manage them in the direction that you want. Okay? The successful strategy that you're looking for is the same as in the art and skill of judo. What happens in judo is you win against your enemy by using your enemy's strength. Okay? You redirect your enemy's strength in order to... Um, Make it work for you instead of against you. Now we're going to get into some practical advice here. Okay? We're going to get into some extensive advice on neediness management so that you're going to be able to never be betaized, to keep your health and your happiness in good shape, and always get what you want. All right? So the first topic we're going to talk about when it comes to neediness management is socializing. The human brain is wired to socialize, and this helps uh, human beings to increase their chances of survival. It's obvious from any study of uh, society, sociology, anthropology, that we as humans are social group animals. Now, if we try to fight against that, this will result in increased neediness because being social is biologically wired into our brain. Some group psychoanalysts go so far as to believe that there is no mind 
without the group, meaning that all of our thoughts and experiences can only be understood in relation to the group that we're a part of. Okay, there, there's been studies done on prisoners of war that uh, seem to confirm what these psychoanalysts believe. Okay, they asked from them, from these uh, former prisoners of war, for the purposes of research, which was the worst kind of torture that they had experienced being prisoners of war. And it was pretty unanimous in these surveys that all of these former prisoners agreed that complete isolation was the worst form of torture that they had experienced. Okay? And some of these men and women um, that were able to survive their uh, isolation, their solitary confinement, they were able to do this by drawing on the wall of the prison cell either an animal or uh, some other character and giving this animal a name and then talking to it. Senator John McCain of Arizona, in fact, was in uh, prison as a prisoner of war during the Vietnam War. And for about two of those years, he spent in solitary confinement. And he used tactics like that to help him keep his sanity. Uh, he would even tap on the walls with uh, whatever instrument he could find to try to communicate with the other prisoners. So communication with other people is so vital. This uh, Senator McCain... Whatever you think of his political views, he's a very strong and uh, courageous person by all accounts. And he tried to commit suicide twice during his confinement because of the torture of being confined socially. All right. So socializing is so important. This is something that uh, we need to keep in mind that improving our social skills is incredibly important. Now, a lot of times what you'll find, if you observe this, that men coming out of a marriage where they've been betaized by the woman, and we'll get more into betaization and what that means, and how it happens and what the effect on a man is, but uh, men coming out of marriages where they've been uh, cheated on or dumped, and they're in the beta position, what you'll find, and all you got to do is go over to a place like dadsdivorce.com or any of these divorce support groups for men, and you'll, you'll notice that these men are often in a very bad state of social isolation. They have almost no friends anymore, no social group, and as a result, they are incredibly needy. And there is a direct correlation between their neediness and the fact that they've completely lost their social group, okay? One of the core features of the process of being betaized and this other thing that I've briefly mentioned a couple of times, one-itis, where you get so addicted to the one woman you're with, okay, that you block everything else out of your head. Claire's mom just made me grab her hooters. Well, snap out of it. What, a hot older woman made you feel her cans? Stop crying like a little girl. I wasn't crying like a little girl. Why don't you try getting jacked off under the table in front of the whole damn family and have some real problems? Jackass. Now, one of the very effective ways that women betaize men in relationships, and I got to point out here that um, when a woman betaizes a man, this uh, often, this is the result of failed testing, okay? A woman tests a man to make sure that he is strong and that he is emotionally stable and able to take care of her in an emotional sense. When a man fails these tests, he becomes betaized, okay? So when a woman does this, tests a man, 
most times this is not in a malicious or vindictive way. It's her natural instincts, okay? She tries to beta-ize the man because she needs to test him to be sure that he is stronger than she is emotionally, okay? So a lot of this stuff happens unconsciously, all right? Now, one of the ways that women do this very effectively, beta-ize men, is she uses the male's very bad awareness, in most cases, that men have of our emotional needs, okay? And you can see this. You know, when you talk about a guy who is pussy-whipped, okay, this is one of the features of that relationship. What the woman will do is have the man become totally dependent on the woman, her children, and her own social network in order to fulfill that man's social needs, okay? Men, in general, are very poorly aware of their need for socializing, okay? We do it um, automatically. We like to go out with the guys and have drinks and things like that, but we don't understand how crucial it is to our very survival, okay, as psychologically strong and healthy men that we allow the woman to take over our entire social life, the planning of activities, deciding the friends that you're going to have, okay? A woman starts to say things like, you know, I don't like that guy. That that friend of yours bothers me, okay? Now, if you don't have a handle on this and understand what's happening and have your own standards of the kind of people that you want in your life, okay? When you decide the kind of people that you want in your life and the life of your children, okay, then to allow a woman to override that is suicide. It is literally suicide. You're destroying your own psychological independence, okay? And when that woman dumps your cheeks on you, what you find is you cut off all your buddies so you can be with her, okay? How many times have you seen this? Your buddy, you guys like going out, drinking, watching the hockey game, watching the football game. He gets in with a woman, and now he's totally pussy-whipped. Okay, he starts to treat the rest of you guys like shit. And you get pissed off about it. And then when the relationship goes bad, he comes crying back to you guys. Okay? That's what's happening. Okay, the need for socialization is crucial to our survival. That's the point I want you to take away from this. And if you become dependent on the woman for your social contacts, then really you're putting your balls into her hands. Okay, so that little bit of advice right there should help you understand the process of betaization a little bit better. You need to be fiercely independent when it comes to selecting and maintaining your friendships and your own social groups, okay? Now, I'm going to go a little bit long today because I want to finish this point. Here is uh, how the woman will start to do this. If you notice this in your relationship, here is where your ears should perk up and you should become very aware, okay? A woman will usually start off with a comment like, why don't you open up to me? Or, I want you to be sweet to me. Or, my girlfriend Mary noticed that I was so sad because we, we did not buy that car. Okay? Now, when you're pussy whipped and you don't realize what's going on, what tends to happen in situations like this, because men, we love peace. Okay? It's a natural male instinct 
States want to have peace in our homes. We go outside to fight wars. It's one of the reasons we love sports. And I'll talk about sports in another edition. But we go outside for war and we come home for peace. Okay? So when a woman starts to create conflict like that in the house, we crave peace. Okay? Men either fight or they negotiate in order to achieve peace. So we start to negotiate with the woman and we say, well, you know what? Maybe she really does want that car. Or maybe, you know, it's important what her friend Mary thinks. Okay? And what happens slowly but surely is you end up in a social circle that is completely defined and controlled by the woman. All right? So to avoid an increase in your neediness, what you need to do, here's the cure for this particular problem. What you need to do is keep involved continuously with several social circles. Multiple. Okay? You can be involved with your wife's social circle. And I, I advise that. That is a great thing to do. Make friends with her friends. The best thing you can do is that her friends find you attractive as well. I'm not talking about cheating or doing anything underhanded. But if your woman's girlfriends find you attractive, that is fantastic for your relationship. But apart from that, you must, you must have other social groups, multiple social groups that you are a part of. No matter how much you're in love with this woman, okay, you have to do that. Okay? So just to emphasize that point, it, whether you're having a one-night stand, whether you've got fuck buddies, whether you've got several long-term relationships, and that's what I'm doing right now, or a single monogamous relationship, or you're married, never make any of these women the only source of satisfaction for your brain's need for socializing. Okay? So in this way, you manage your needs and you spread your investments around. Diversify. You know what I'm saying? All right. So neediness management part two coming up in the next few days. My name is Joseph W. South. You're tuned in to the Joseph South Show. Go to myspace.com slash Joseph underscore South. Past episodes are now available for $2 an episode. You can send me... Uh, money through PayPal right now at joseph.wentz.south at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, brothers. And we'll talk again in a few days. Are you fed up with the complexities of dating, sex, and relationships? Joseph W. South's latest book offers practical advice on how to manage these challenges with ease. Learn all about female psychology. The Joseph W. South Show, Volumes 1 and 2, available now on Kindle, paperback, or hardcover. Click the link in the podcast description to get your copy today.